Health is everything. Health is everything. La salud lo es todo. La santé est tout. Health is everything. Health is everything. Hi, I'm Eleanor Barrett, age 8, and you're listening to Health is Everything, No Kidding, a podcast from the Emory University Center for the Study of Human Health. When my mom was 8, she had a radio show called No Kidding, a talk show where she interviewed doctors about health issues that matter to kids. So now I'm 8, and it's my turn, and there's a lot to talk about. Health is Everything Some kids only like mac and cheese, and other kids hate broccoli. Some kids love gummy snacks and goldfish, and others really like berries. Me, I love vegetables, and I do not like fruit. And I really love ice cream. It's summertime, and after all that time in quarantine where our families baked a lot and ate a lot, we kids are hearing adults talk about diets and nutrition. I just want to eat what I want and have my family eat normally. But my mom tells me different people need different amounts of calories when they get older. She's trying all these diets, and none of them seem to work. So what's up with food? Today I'm joined by Dr. Dan Benedot, a professor of nutrition at the Emory University Center for the Study of Human Health. Dr. Benedot has written books on sports, nutrition, and worked with Olympic athletes the gymnastics team, the track and field team. He has won many awards for his work in teaching. Thanks for speaking with me. Can I call you Dr. Dan? Yes, Eleanor, you can call me Dr. Dan. Thank you. You're a nutritionist who has worked with lots of athletes and people who are really strong and fast. You teach people the best way to eat if they want to perform their best. But I'm just a kid. Why can't I eat what I want and listen to my body? What do kids need to know about nutrition? You know, that's a a very important thing that you just asked, Eleanor. Uh, And it's a little bit more complicated than thinking that if you just eat what you want to eat, everything will be okay, because your body has a lot of different needs. And sometimes you have to eat things that are different than you really like, just to make sure your body gets everything that it needs. So... You know, one of the keys to making sure that you can stay healthy is to make sure that you expose yourself to everything that your body needs. So variety ends up being one of the key things that kids need to think about. So how can I vary my intake so that I can get all of the things that my body needs so I can stay healthy and strong and look good and have fun? And what's interesting about this is if kids do this, if they start to eat a lot of different things at the right times and in the right amounts, they do feel better. And because they feel better, they're motivated to keep doing it. The the difficulty is changing what you do now, but you just got to convince yourself that it's important to do. So, like, sometimes after dinner, I'm still hungry, even after my mom puts meat and veggies and other good stuff on my plate. Then she says I'm having a growth spurt and offers to make me a soft-boiled egg because she, sa- because she says the protein will help me grow. Are there certain foods you should eat to help grow? Yeah, the, the single most important thing to grow is to make sure you ha- eat enough so that your energy intake, your calories, 
are enough to support you right now, plus a little bit extra to support the growth, right? And protein is part of that, but carbohydrates and fats are also a part of that. One of the big problems is that sometimes there's too much emphasis, too much thinking about protein and not thinking enough about the other things that people actually need to eat. So if you're going to have that boiled egg, which is not a bad idea as an evening snack at all, it's a great idea. I would also have it with a small piece of toast because your body also needs some carbohydrates. So the egg will give you the protein you need and a lot of vitamins and minerals also. And then if you have some toast, you'll have some carbohydrate and you'll have what you need so that you'll sleep really well and your body will have all the nutrients it needs so that you can assure that you'll grow well. Huh. I did not know that we that like fats were actually you like actually needed fats. Yeah, fats carry like a lot of things. So have you ever heard of vitamin A? Yes. Okay. Have you heard, ever heard of vitamin D? And um, vitamin E and vitamin K. Well, those are all... I've never heard of vitamin K, but I've heard yeah, of... Yeah, well, those are all vitamins that are carried in fat. So you have to eat a little bit of fat just to make sure you get those vitamins. So that's one of the things. Plus, there are a lot of fatty acids that are very important for normal cell function. So you don't need a lot of fat, but you still need to have some a little bit. A, to make sure you get enough calories, because fat can help you get enough calories, but also to make sure that you get all of those other nutrients that only fat can give you. Okay. Well, I think... Bob, can I say a little something before you ask the next question? Yeah. Most people eat way too much fat. You know, they eat like fried foods and, you know, lots of stuff like that, which tastes good, but they overdo it on fat when that happens. So we have to be careful that just because something is good for you, it doesn't mean that having more of it is better for you, right? Enough is enough. I've grown up with a lot of yummy food, but when I learn about where food comes from, it seems like we didn't used to eat the way we eat now. We eat more than we did before and different kinds of food. Have, has the way we eat changed in a bad way? You know, I mean, everybody's a little bit different, but if you look at the trends, one of the things that's happening is that people eat a lot more processed foods. So foods that come out of a box, because it makes it simple to prepare those foods, right? And we have to be a little bit cautious about eating some of those foods because you're not really sure what's in there. So it, it's really important as much as possible to eat foods that you can recognize right? So uh, if you can look at it and say, okay, this is a mushroom, and I know I can eat this particular mushroom, that's good. Uh, or, you know, but sometimes you get like cereals that are so processed, you, they're unrecognizable in terms of where they actually came from. So there are three things that we have to consider, okay? Eating variety, eating enough of everything that we need, and not getting too much, just enough. Okay, that's two, right, things. And the third thing is the timing of intake. How can we make sure that we're eating the foods that we need to eat at the right times so our body can use what we're eating in the best possible way? Okay, but my mom tells me there's no such a thing as a bad food and that everything is okay in moderation. I mean, she says some things are better to eat than others. 
but it is okay to have treats and desserts too as long as I eat my vegetables. Is that really true? Uh, it's true that there's no perfect food and there's no food that's perfectly bad. So, you know, a classical example is sugar, right? People say sugar is bad for you. Well, yes, it is if you eat too much of it at the wrong times. But, you know, if you're exercising and you're using up blood sugar really fast, it's not a bad idea to learn how to sip on something that's got a little bit of sugar in it while you're exercising, but not at other times. So there's no perfectly bad food. There's no perfectly good food. You have to consider what you need at the time that you're eating it and make sure you're eating the right things, okay? No food, no single food has everything in it that you need. So you have to have a variety to make sure your body gets everything. Why can't we all eat the same things? Why is my mom on a diet? I don't know. I mean, I would have to talk to them. But, you know, a lot of times people put themselves on diets that are low in calories because they're very concerned about their weight and how they look and they don't want to get any diseases that are associated with storing too much body fat. But very often, those diets cause bigger problems than they resolve. You just really have to know what you're doing, right? So the general rules are you, you ought to eat something like every two and a half or three hours. You can't wait. You can't just eat a three-meal-a-day pattern and hope everything is going to be okay because your body will run out of things between meals. So you have to be ready with some things that are good to eat, not just sugary snacks, right? something that's good for you between those meals. And um, have, there's this rule out there that says never eat anything after 7 o'clock at night because if you do, you'll, you'll get sick and fat. That's, that's a terrible rule. Uh, you should never go longer than two and a half hours or three hours without eating a little something, especially before you go to bed. Could you imagine putting a baby to bed without feeding them before they go to bed? You can't. They wouldn't sleep, and therefore you wouldn't sleep. We're all the same. We all need a little something before we go to bed just to make sure we can sleep well. Yeah. So at Emory, you teach a class on nutrition for the performing arts. I love doing school plays, and I love singing and playing the piano. Is there a special way that kids can learn to be stage stars? The one thing that's really important is planning. So... You should never go to a rehearsal without having something good to drink with you and without having a good snack with you so that when you have a chance during the rehearsal, you can make sure you never get too thirsty and you never allow yourself to get really super, super hungry. So if you can keep yourself normal during rehearsals, really good things will happen. You'll, you'll look better, you'll feel better, your body will move better, your voice will sound better, everything is better if you can do that. But it takes planning. You want me to tell you a little secret? Sure. Okay, so here's a little secret for how to do that, all right? So whatever you have for breakfast, save a little bit. Don't eat it all. Just put a little bit in a container and eat it like two or three hours later. Whatever you have for lunch, Eat most of it, but don't eat it all. Put a little bit in a container. Take it with you and eat it two and a half, three hours later. Whatever you have for dinner, don't eat it all. 
put a little bit in a container and eat it two and a half, three hours later. That way, you'll distribute the energy throughout the day in a way that your body can use it, and you're, you'll be sure that you're not eating too much because you're eating exactly what you were eating before. But sometimes when I'm at a rehearsal, you know, I'm not exactly allowed to eat, so I have to sneak snacks before I go on stage because mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to eat because there's no time. We have to get in our costumes, and we have to get on stage, and we have to have our microphones put on. So I have to, like, eat really quick, and I can never, like, get that much in my body, so I'm always hungry. Yeah, yeah that's a very difficult thing, and all that means is that the person who's in charge of the rehearsal needs to have somebody talk to them and help them better understand what the needs of their performers are because they will look better if you feel better and do better, right? So it's important for everybody to make sure that the performers are eating and drinking in the right way so they can stay healthy, stay fit, stay energized. I see adults on all sorts of weird diets. Sometimes they skip meals, other times they only eat vegetables and things that are high fiber, which, by the way, it makes you toot a lot. Why do they do this? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what happens is the, the standard eating that we pe what people do now is to eat three times a day. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. But that eating pattern has nothing at all to do with the way people need to eat. That eating pattern started with the Industrial Revolution. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, when people started working in factories. So that we used to work on farms where people used to eat eight, nine times a day. And then all of a sudden, people started working in factories and they said, have breakfast before you come. We'll give you a half an hour break for lunch and then have dinner when you go home. That's where three meals a day came from, but it has nothing to do with the way our body actually needs the foods that we eat. We actually need to eat much more often. So because people are on a three meal a day pattern, it creates a lot of problems. A lot of people get really fat and have all kinds of problems with cardiovascular disease and diabetes and all kinds of things because of the eating pattern. And to resolve the problems of the current eating pattern, people very often will go on a diet. But then the diets themselves create their own problems. So it's a very difficult thing, and everybody's a little bit different. Uh, but the general rule is what I told you before. Turn this, the three meal a day into six eating opportunities by taking a little bit from each meal and spreading it out throughout the day. Imagine that your gas tank, Eleanor, is a 10-gallon tank. And every time you eat, you're putting 12 gallons of fuel in it. That's too much. So your body will store more fat. But if you take those two gallons and have it a couple hours, three hours later, then your fuel never overfills and your fuel tank never runs to empty. So it kind of spreads it out the way your body actually needs it. But I never really eat past um, dinner time, except if I'm like still hungry after dinner. It's like mm -hmm. dessert is kind of the last thing. I understand, you know, uh, hunger is very difficult and it's not always the best indicator that you need something. So I was traveling 
recently, and I went somewhere. I couldn't eat anything on, on the plane because it didn't have any foods that I liked. I got there. I, I ate a little bit of a dinner. I had enough when I arrived. And then I walked to my hotel. And as I was walking to the hotel, I passed a pastry shop. And I saw those beautiful desserts and pastries, and I got hungry. Did I need them? No. But I got hungry, you know. So you have to be a little bit careful about using just hunger as the idea of when to eat. Just know your body needs a little bit of something about every two and a half, three hours. Yeah. This is the last question. Okay. What are I love your questions, by the way. You're awesome. What are the top three things you'd like kids to know about health, to, how, about being healthy and strong? Uh, I would say the top three things that you have to consider is plan your day so that no matter where you are or what you're doing, you always have something that's good to drink and good to snack on with you. So I always have like a little bag like this, okay? And I always have a little something there that no matter where I am or what I'm doing, I've always got something. That's rule one. So never take a chance. Always plan your day. Second thing, variety is important. So if you ate it yesterday, eat something different today. Okay? So as much as possible, try to eat different things. And the third thing is timing is really important. So if you're really active and you're exercising and you're burning a lot of calories, you need to eat something a little bit more often than if you're just sitting at a computer because you're not burning calories as fast, okay? So consider that there has to be a relationship between how fast you're using the energy and how often you're taking it in. So there needs to be a relationship there. It can't always be the same because you're not always doing the same things. Those are the top three. Okay. Okay. Thank you for talking to me. Eleanor, thank you for talking to me. You're wonderful. Health is everything. Health is everything. Health is everything. Thank you for listening to Health is Everything. No kidding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, share it with a friend, or rate it on Apple Podcasts. You can visit us at exploringhealth.org and follow the Emory University Center for the Study of Human Health at EmoryCSHH on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Until next time.